0: Hello again, everyone! Welcome to another episode of Game Pass Grab Bag, your weekly podcast reviewing games of the Game Pass collection. Bringing you three D perspective, ring skill range. I am the beautiful butterfly that emerges from the cocoon. Andrew, with me, are moth that easily gets distracted by bright lights. Keith. Oh,
1: uh,
0: that was weird. I don't know why that I was being distracted.
1: How did okay. you not get that, Andrew? I don't know. <laughs> I, I got it, Keith. <laughs> and with us, the
0: Keep one who doesn't know how to escape the cocoon, Liz. Hey, guys. And this week, I picked the game. Uh, we decided to do kind of a palette cleanser, something kind of simple, easy, and fun. So we picked Cocoon by Geometric Interactive. Cocoon is a top-down puzzle game where you are playing a small insectoid creature who is going around and essentially trying to solve these mechanics by interacting with these globes that are essentially worlds within these globes that you can jump in and out of, and each one has its own different biome, different abilities that you need to solve these puzzles to kind of help unravel this cosmic mystery. I'm going to start, I guess, with this one. Uh, For me, Cocoon was a game, but not like a crazy, I wasn't, I wasn't, honestly, I'm not going to lie, I wasn't crazy about Cocoon. I wanted to love this game, but I thought it was, I thought it was good. I thought it was fine. I thought the puzzles were good. Graphically, I thought it was really nice, but I wasn't blown away with it. I was, I was expecting a little more. So it is a game, but it was just okay.
2: Liz, what do you think?
1: Oh, I'm going second today. Okay, I'm shake things up. Okay, I'm gonna give it a game, but there are some things that I wasn't sorry just your face after you took a sip of water water. you had this grin oh is it because it's mine that you had that grin okay (laughs) um i'm gonna give it a game but there's some things that i kind of was a little disappointed with i really wanted more story and then i think it was around like the 80 something percent that i didn't find the puzzles fun anymore and i kind of had andrew take over and i was watching him play if i'm being honest um but, uh, yeah, I still give it a game because I, I think it's a cute game. I like the puzzles and mechanics. I was excited when I got one by myself, you know. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. So, I mean, it's not like an enthusiastic game, but it's, yeah, I think it's good enough to check out. So, I think
2: Cocoon is definitely a game. Not a definite game must play. But it's, I liked it. I I just really, really enjoyed everything about it. I didn't love it. I, I I don't think there was anything that was really different or special in in a lot of ways. But I thought that it was just enough that I, I I had a lot of fun. And when I was done with it, I said, "That's enough. That's good. I'm glad I I don't have to do more of this." But I thought it I thought it wrapped itself up nicely. I you mentioned a story, and I know that I know that it's sort of telling one, and I get that it's in there, but. Yeah, sure. Um, but yeah, I really
0: liked Cocoon,
2: and I, I definitely do give it a game.
0: So, getting into the story of Cocoon, uh, just to first start off, that this game is developed by his name is Jeb Carlson, Jeppe. I believe he's Swedish, though. So I don't know how you pronounce it, but possibly Jeb Carlson. Anyway, Jeffrey. He is the main, Jeffrey, <laughs> he's the uh, main director of two other pretty popular games, Limbo and Inside. Uh, Liz, I already know your answer, which is no. But uh, Keith, have you played either of those games?
1: Technically, I did play like a minute, Andrew. Oh, oh sorry.
0: Okay. Yes. <laughs> when we first started dating. Limbo. Yeah,
1: I paid a minute, but I thought it was too graphic for me. I played some
2: Limbo games way back in the day i don't know that i remember the game but i remember sort of the art style
0: yeah it was black and white yes it's a 2d platformer
2: i believe
0: inside was also 2d uh that that one was colored
2: Anywho, yeah i'm I'm at least familiar with limbo
0: okay
1: I was so proud of myself that I actually remember playing it. I was it. shocked too. I have a terrible memory, and yeah. I remembered that game. Maybe because I I found like the graphics so like, um, I don't know the word. Not upsetting. Oh. I wasn't upset, but it was like it was. Yeah. Because it was a kid, seen, and
2: I, I've seen a bunch of Inside. I remember actually watching someone play it a while a while back, so I'm somewhat familiar with Inside as well. So this is
0: this was probably my first disappointment with Cocoon. I've played both Limbo and Inside, and I feel like with each one of these games that this guy is creating, the story is just getting more and more convoluted. And so when it came to Cocoon, to me, I was just it, it, this is what first didn't drive me in Cocoon. If I don't know what I'm doing, like after a while, I'm kind of like, what what is the purpose of all of this? Like, I I felt like the first you know there's no dialogue so the story is very much you know if you've played inside in limbo it's very much oh, uh, it's kind of open up to your interpretation which is fine i think that's this more might have been my issue is maybe i just wasn't into one of these games this week cuz everyone's all you know i like to do that i like to you know like when we played scorn that was another type of game where it's like oh what what is this game trying to tell you both with and i was just like why am i doing this like what? <laughs> like i'm just moving balls around like what is the point of this and uh, by the end of it, though, I was just kind of like, eh. I-, I was hoping for a little bit more of a direction when it came to the story, but I thought I mean, the story was I, okay.
2: Since I, I wasn't right, can I tell you what I thought was going to happen at the end and didn't happen? Is that a spoiler?
0: No, I guess so, not. Is, yes, yeah, is there's such a thing as like an anti-spoiler of like... Because <laughs> <'cause laughs> what,
2: I I t- what I was expecting to happen the whole time is like the very beginning of the game, you pop out of this little cocoon and I was waiting for it to all cycle back into you popping out of that same cocoon. I thought that was going to happen too. And just being like, oh, well, here you go now. Play the game over if you want. so and it didn't um, like a new
0: game plus but doesn't add anything it's yeah, just basically. like purgatory like,
2: well, <laughs> you're like level select maybe at that point um but then also you can do level select really at any point. yeah so um <laughs> yeah it, 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 it anti-spoiler that doesn't happen so if you if you pick up cocooning thinking you know what it is and you think that's what it is it's not it's something else
1: see I think that I don't
2: think it's- oh no go ahead let's hide.
1: I think that when you have so little of a story like everything else needs to be epic and so like I'm not to jump ahead but it's just like you know if you're not gonna have like a concrete story like it needs epic music and characters that you like really care about and there are like not not necessarily everything epic but at least something that kind of moves it I guess and I felt like this game needed a bit more of something.
0: I kind of see where you're coming from but like yeah so when it, when you played Inside in Limbo I felt like the more I played the game the more I was kind of like oh I think this is going on oh is it this like I always kept having like new theories I did not with Cocoon and Cocoon the entire time I'm just like what the heck is what is this I don't I don't get what's going on like okay now there's machines and now there's now there's like now I'm in a marsh like I, I don't get what's going on so that was, I think, kind of my issue. I just felt like the game, it didn't strike my imagination. And like, that's unlike Inside and Limbo. Like, the in, the end of Inside is wild. If you've ever played Inside, and, and it, when you're that game, you're like, oh, I think I get what's going on. And then the end's just like, nope, you have no idea what's going on. And it just blows, like, blows your mind at the is end. Is it
1: a bad ending?
0: It's weird.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> it's.
0: it's uh, I don't know if I want to spoil the game. But, um.
2: Well, Inside is
0: actually on Game Pass, is it not? Uh, I don't think. I, Limbo is. I thought Inside was. If it is, then I don't want to spoil it. I will say, uh. So, have you ever heard of the fact, um, the company called. Yep, Inside is on Game Pass. Okay, so I shouldn't spoil it. So, at least give a Ooh. teaser. Um, so have you ever heard of the, um, sex toy company called, uh, Real Dolls? Or is it real sex dolls? I think it's just real dolls. No. Well, they partnered up with the people of Inside and created a uh, a thing that goes with the game. So I'll kind of let you paint paint a picture of what it is like.
1: Are you talking about a?
0: No, it's nothing. Oh. It's nothing sexual. But it's something fleshy. That's what I mean. The ending is weird. I I don't want to spoil it if we ever decide to play I don't it or know something what to think about but that. it's 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 just weird um
1: i also don't want to think about that <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah they had a limited run of like a special edition that they created a figurine uh it's nothing of sexual nature it's just like if you played the game and you know of it, you're kind of like oh
1: then why would they go with that company
0: they wanted something that has a real that they they do a really good job with a fleshy texture okay and they're obviously kind of the experts in their i'm fields. really
1: not liking this word fleshy
0: <laughs> i mean <laughs> it's
1: a new word that i'm like
0: oh mm. uh, here we go javier almost bought it here on our discord i i just never wanted it It just seemed really weird <laughs> i was tempted i would love to see this thing but i never want to actually i don't know if i'd ever want to own it but anyway so the story with cocoon though like so that was just my issue. It was like, you know, the ending of Inside was just like, whoa, that was crazy. And the end of this one, I just kind of went, oh, okay. And usually with uh, these games, each one there's always a collectible. And usually when you get all the collectibles, they usually have like a little more context. Like, oh, here's a little bit more of this story to kind of give you maybe some more things to think about. I didn't, I collected everything and my ending was the same as Liz. I saw Liz's ending, she missed one. And it was exactly the same, so I was kind of like, oh, okay. So, I don't know. Well, I, that was just my first big disappointment. Anything else about the story?
1: There's not like much to talk about. No,
0: no, I feel like I'm going to burn this. But the gameplay. So the gameplay, as I said, it's like a uh, 2.5D, top-down top kind of view of, you know, you're playing this insectoid creature who's just going around and moving mechanics and... At using these orbs that you're getting, you know, you end up getting four different colored orbs. You get an orange orb, which is kind of a desert planet, uh teal orb or green, if it's kind of a marshy swamp planet. You have a purple orb that's a uh, weird spore, fleshy kind of world, and then a white orb, which is a bit more mechanical. So you have these like different worlds that you're going to, and each one of these orbs, you know, as you're progressing through them, eventually you fight a boss or like some sort of guardian. And once you beat the boss, the orb activates a special power, which gives you essentially a new mechanic to start solving these puzzles. But uh, I wanted to start off. So this obviously, this is, of course, a straight-up puzzle game, but there are boss fights, and I kind of want to ask you guys right away, what did you guys think of the boss fights? Did they feel out of place, or did you enjoy them?
2: It threw me off the first time, and I didn't quite know what I was doing because, like, just about every other mechanic in the game, there's really no explanation of what's going on there's no dialogue there's yeah. no narrator there's no written anything it's just and there's one button you move and you press a um
0: so it took me I don't know, you okay. can press start
2: i yeah you can't hit start and you can turn on accessibility which allows you to use all of the buttons and that's it um
0: oh really but,
2: <laughs> yeah it's just it makes basically all of the buttons able to interact instead of just a but outside of, I don't know, and I think I, like, quote-unquote, died twice before I kind of figured out what was going on. But beyond that... Wait, with I all really the bosses?
0: Enjoyed... Like, you've only really died no. twice?
2: No, no, no just, like, like, before I kind of figured out that it was, like, a boss fight uh. slash what I was doing. Once I figured it out, I don't think any of them are overly difficult, but I thought they were fun and they were a good shake-up to the game because even in themselves... They were kind of like little mini puzzles. They were yeah. certainly very complicated ones. They were, in many cases, easier than the, the games puzzles. But I I liked the aspect of it being kind of like a little action puzzle.
1: Yeah, I never really get excited about boss fights. I can't remember a game where I was like, "Oh, I love having it more difficult." But <laughs> this game, really difficult. Yeah, game. I actually really liked the the boss fights, and I thought they were interesting. And I remember like there was a couple that I I tried, and then I just handed the controller to you because I don't like <laughs> doing things over and over and over again. Um, but overall, I like them. I I can't think of one that I got f- so frustrated with and didn't want to do it.
0: Yeah, I liked him. I thought it, like, mixed up the formula of you just selling puzzles. Then it's kind of like, ah, oh, you're doing this boss fight. And they each kind of added their own different mechanic. Uh, my favorites were, like, the last two, which kind of really gave you, like, when I, when the one of the boss fights gives you, like, a fun maneuverability. Like, a, like teleporting? Yeah, there's one that gives you a teleporting. There's one that gives you, like, a jet pack. Like, those ones to me were fun. Like, once I'm actually doing, like, something different, I was like, yeah, this is cool. So those boss fights to me were fun. But the only thing that's just kind of weird whenever you play a game like this, like, you don't really die. If you ever get caught by a boss, all he does is throw you out of the world and you just jump back in and you have to restart the fight. So it's... When a game does that, it's just kind of, like, annoying where it's like, well, I can't lose, so I'm going to inevitably win. But it's still just, like, frustrating where it's like, yeah, start over. Most of these bosses you have to hit three, maybe four times, and then yeah, you win. So they're not very long, but it was just some of them are just kind of frustrating where it's like, okay, I got to do this again.
1: How was it on the cloud? Because I know you said that there was one like time mechanic that you thought was hard on the cloud.
0: Yeah, at the very end, you got to do a uh, like in um, was Sea of Stars when you did the movement ring, you had to like hit A whenever the thing was coming back to you, the projectile. Yeah, there's. they do add that mechanic at the end where a boss is throwing something at you. You got to hit A to like bounce it back and do a ping pong. On the cloud, it this game ran well, but that fight, there was one moment it took me like 10 tries. And I was like, here, Liz, let's see how you do it. She does it very first try. And I'm like, come on. I was like, that took me like 10 tries.
1: I sometimes get <laughs> beginner's luck. Not always, but if I'm not anticipating it. And also, because you didn't tell me that you hadn't, done well with it, so I didn't really, like, get nervous. I remember when I was a kid, um, that's completely off topic, but I, I don't know if it was for our birthday or what, but we went candlepin bowling, and me and my twin sister... For we, people
0: who don't know who her from New England, candlepin oh, bowling is like skee-ball, and bowling had a baby.
1: Yeah, but because my sister and I were both nervous to go first, and my mom made me go first, and I was, like, crying because I was... <laughs> Was nervous and I didn't really because there's like you do like what like the three and that and like I yeah. hadn't played it in so long and I just didn't want to go first and so I was like crying while doing it and I got a strike. Um,
0: could you? Could you that was like one of our first dates as I took you ball bowling. <laughs> could you imagine? I was like, all right, Liz, you go first. You just start crying. <laughs> I, I, you have like PTSD. I was a
1: little kid, <laughs> and I did it though. I was like, they were like, you have to do it, and I did it. I cried, but I
0: did still would, Don't worry. There still would have been another date. Still oh, that's nice cried. to know. I'm just kidding. I probably wouldn't know. I'm just <laughs> joking. No, not if you cried over bowling. Get Deal out. breaker. <laughs> crying. There's no crying in bowling.
1: <laughs> or dating. No pansies allowed.
0: You actually beat me that night, too.
1: I did. I don't beat you very often with stuff like that. We played mini golf a lot in our dating years. Yeah. That was off-topic. I apologize. Get out of here. Beginner's luck is what I I was talking about. Yeah.
0: But, yeah, the boss fights, I thought they were cool. Uh, The designs of them were interesting as well, but uh, we're not going to get into that just yet. But as far as the gameplay goes, as I said, you know, you're moving these orbs around, and you're jumping between each of the worlds, which is a super cool mechanic because this game is essentially Inception, if you've ever seen that movie it dreams within a dream within a dream and that's exactly how this game is you're in worlds within worlds within worlds and you're jumping through these worlds and you have to like connect them the last I'd say maybe I guess last quarter of the game is when I actually felt like the puzzles were hard uh, yeah did you guys have to look up any of the puzzles or solutions
2: I w- didn't I was close twice I think maybe but I, it was there was like that last like I'm gonna try maybe this thing that I don't think I tried and it just happened to you know be the thing because I had tried everything else and so I saved myself looking them up. But yeah, I I liked them a lot.
1: I looked something up once. What was that um, YouTube channel? Maca. Yeah, one of those, um, and I forget what it was. But oh, you were sh- helping
0: me. It was the
2: moon. No, I, meant,
1: I I did it separately. Uh, I looked up oh, something.
2: I did, I did look up moon ancestors after, after I went through the game, just to clean those up. But.
1: Yeah, I forget what it was, but whenever I look up a guide, it's usually over something really silly. Like I, I, you know, didn't see something, or and then I'm like, oh man. <laughs> but he's very helpful.
2: Yeah, I um, what. Well, a fun little tip: If you want to try to go through and get all the collectibles on your own, I noticed it uh, towards the end. It because it, it doesn't tell you anything. the The little collectibles, there'll be this little like floating oil, like black goop or whatever. Yeah. That kind of guides you to the moon ancestors, the collectibles until you collect them. So, if you're if you're looking for them, that's your, your little visual cue. I mean, most of them are little side paths as well so some of it pretty easy to find but i think there's actually a decent amount of them overall so that little goop, uh or whatever is a good indicator
1: i yeah. actually figured that out um playing by myself so i feel like it's you know i people people probably won't struggle with it if i, like I figured you, it you were out. suddenly calling keith out there what? Yeah. That you, you're, no, no. I just like, meant. I'm not very no. observant. i yeah. like,
0: huh, I did it right. No, away. what I meant I is that, it like, out. it is it is a very
1: good tip. What I meant is that, like, once you find one, like, you're right, Keith. Like, because it's off the beat tra-
2: No, no my, 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 Ignore my tip, everyone. It not a tip. It is a, uh, a obvious thing.
1: No, I'm sorry. I feel like such a jerk now. <laughs>
2: I am not upset at all.
1: <laughs>
2: uh, love that. I just love. It. This is what like the second time in a couple weeks now where Liz has accidentally insulted me, and not meant to.
1: I just hate being rude. I don't mean to be. I
2: think it's the best part. Is I'm not even mad. Um, no, this Liz, Liz feels worse than I
0: do.
1: I get so embarrassed. <laughs> I feel like that's what uh, just
0: naturally happens to you, Keith. Like, people buy, actually insult you. They're like, actually, like, like even Dave, like, when his wife laughed at you, you're like, I don't care, but they like, felt so bad. Uh, but no, Keith, that is a good tip. As Keith is saying, yeah, there's, like, these uh, little black statues that are just, like, these oily balls that are, like, that are lined up in a straight line. They're they're kind of an indicator that there's a moon sister nearby, which is a collectible. Every time you find one, it's an achievement. But uh, I didn't look anything up i actually found every moon ancestor on my own playing through because of that because i i discovered it right away too that it was like oh i noticed these little statues it's like i think that's an indicator that someone's nearby and so i was able because of that i was able to keep just playing through and i found them all because they weren't very hard to find there was a couple like slightly off the beaten path uh the very last one i was surprised i found but I once again saw the statue, and then I'm like, "Well, where is it?" And then I saw that there's like this little secret area. I it's like, "Oh, okay." But the collectibles were overall are pretty easy, which is once again very surprising because in both Limbo and Inside, the collectibles are were very hard to find. But in this one, they were actually easy. But um, yeah, the puzzles. This is a puzzle game that is very accessible. So if you're someone who's like, like, ah, I don't like puzzles; they they just get frustrating. This is a very I don't want to say easy because like i said the last quarter gets really trippy of like you trying to figure out the solution but it was fun i thought the puzzles were at least really relaxing because that's the thing a puzzle game can get really frustrating like um talos principle i remember we played that i was like this is not fun anymore like these are hard
2: well because talos principle (sighs) had points where you needed aim you needed like a lot of precision and if I recall, some points it didn't offer a lot of the precision you needed, um, and it's in its mechanics. But yeah, I, I I liked it a lot. I kind of felt like the last twenty five percent of the game was like fifty percent of my gameplay, and yeah. I'm not complaining about that. But it just it, it kind of slowed down because, as you said, the puzzles became a lot more in depth of like figuring out how you could like. In some cases, you were like teleporting yourself without teleporting yourself. Yeah, it's trippy. And, and yeah, so like that one was like when I was getting into those, it was like, these are like really interesting. There was a couple that were annoying because I figured out what I needed to do. But if you don't set the thing just right, you need to go and reset like three <laughs> layers of it. And it just becomes a little bit tedious. But those are few enough and you know kind of you, you kind of screw it up once and you pretty much know how to fix it so yeah. it's not like okay i have to try this four different ways it's it's kind of just like oh i messed this one thing up i know what to fix carry on but yeah i i love the puzzles and, and like i said i think it was just enough if this theme stretched itself out into 10 hours i would have been falling asleep by the end of it yeah I mean, unless it Found ways obviously to build more puzzles, but with what it offered, it was the perfect slice of puzzles and difficulty that I just I, I really appreciated.
0: It's like like how you're describing the puzzles is I always remember my mom knitting, and I always remember like if she screwed up like one loop or something like that, but she had multiple rows, and then she noticed it. She's like, ah, you literally had to go back and like meticulously undo everything to get to that one spot that you screwed up and that's literally how the last puzzles were kind of in this game is like if you didn't set one thing right you gotta like undo everything really slowly peeling it all apart to reset it and do it all again which did get a little tedious on some of them but i I wish that like i kind of disagree with you i wish the game was maybe a little longer cuz i loved when the puzzles were getting really trippy in the end and doing this weird teleportation stuff i wanted more of that and oh, unfortunately see, i I'm just the opposite yeah
1: that's when i was like checking out i'm like andrew you gonna help i know i
0: i played i played like the last uh, 30 minutes or so of your game Because I knew. I was like, these are going to be way too hard. And Liz even said, she's like, I'd rather just watch someone play. So I was like, she's either going to watch a YouTube video or I'll just do it for her.
1: I forgot to say that. This is the type of game, like, the beginning, I really enjoyed doing the puzzles. But once I get to the part where I kind of get lazy with puzzles, too. Because, like, sometimes Andrew was just sitting next to me when I was playing. Um, You know, he was, like, eating dinner or whatever. um, And... I get lazy when he's next to me with puzzles. I'm like, Andrew, where do I go? But yeah, I actually, this is the type of game I love to watch people play um, instead of playing it myself. And maybe it's just because I'm bad at them. But yeah, I I thought it was fun to watch. But yeah, when we got to the trippy part, that's when I kind of got bored with watching.
0: (laughs) Wow, you were bored watching?
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, So you should
0: have played it because I felt like those are the most interesting. I don't think it would
1: change it
2: one of my favorites was and I was saying like you kind of have to teleport without teleporting it was the the bridge that you could only cross with a certain orb yep. it, it was the one that you know made the bridge visible but you couldn't carry it back over and get yeah. the second orb and you, to find the, the path to get to there like I that was one of those ones where I, I was like I have exhausted like it's impossible I must I think i even reloaded it once because like maybe i maybe like something glitched a little bit and like it's something did. No, i had everything i needed it just i had to stop like evaluate and, and kind of go <laughs> through it, it i I, mean, I will say i think kind of was it super early where we had said it like if this game was a little longer and i had more opportunities to put it down and walk away it would have absolutely been one of those games where the puzzles would have been like floating in the back of my head like okay if i move this here place that there like i i absolutely would have been doing these puzzles in my head when i put the game <laughs> down
0: same
1: the game is weird too where i feel like it looks really big like graphically they make it look big but it's actually kind of small yeah and uh so it, which i for me i kind of wish there was more exploration because you I, they make it very easy for you to know where to go. I mean, yeah. I didn't notice right away that the little flying thing, like like fla- has a flashlight to show you which you, direction. You get a little
0: robot that opens doors for you every once in a while, and he has a flashlight that kind of guides you as to where he like where your objective is. Yeah,
1: I didn't notice that, and even without that, like I I even if I went the wrong way, I would eventually figure out where to go. And I also forgot to mention, I liked the um, the. They were like little puzzles with like five five symbols. Yeah,
0: they were a um, like a uh, geography puzzle. So you have two, uh, you have this uh, five combo, you know, five different shapes, and you have to figure out the combination to activate the door. And the combination is always somewhere within the environment. So you always you have to go around just like in this arena that you're in and try to figure out where these symbols are located and then try to figure out how they're in what order they're in. I I thought those puzzles, were, once again, change of pace, and I thought they were actually really cool.
2: What What was your method for remembering? Oh, this, yeah, this is actually a
0: funny question because I, I always just did the shape. You know, there's a diamond, a triangle, a, pentag- uh, a pentagon, an octagon, and butterfly wings. That's the other one I did. Okay. And Liz, Liz had a different phrase for them. We'll yeah.
1: Uh, I don't remember. One of them was an animal face. One was a sun. And then I forget what I originally called the butterfly wings. I called them something else, but I don't remember what it was. And then you said butterfly wings, and it kind of stuck with me, but yeah. I don't remember.
2: See, I, I assigned them numbers, so the Pentagon, I... I just did five, four, three, two, one. The butterfly wings I did as the two, and then the circle with the slash I, I counted as one because it just had the one slash.
1: That's really and smart.
2: So, so I would just give myself like a little five-digit uh, thing to remember every time. That was Oh,
0: idea. that would have been easier. It <laughs> was, sometimes it was I'd very, screw it up. It was very
2: nice, yeah, because like you said, I, all I had to do was just remember five digits and then just zip through it because there was one of the last ones I couldn't figure out how to see I think it was like two of the numbers so I was like well I have to swap this around so was it the reflection one yes And I I, I either either guessing is kind of what you have to do or I never found two of them
0: Uh, there's a I'm assuming it was the one the uh, pillars that were closest to you you had to go to the south end of the area you're in there's like a little ledge and it's like so it's like farther water where you can see the reflection
2: yeah i think it was like the second and the fourth yeah but either way i like i i found i found my method kind of made them pretty easy but i still liked them a lot because i the environmental aspect of them was what made them interesting like the different methods of how you had to find those were kind of cool
0: yeah,
1: Andrew, you said there was one that you couldn't figure out how you got the solution. You just did it by trial and error. <laughs> Do you remember what that one was? Because I'm curious if Keith got it. Yeah,
0: it was it was a moon ancestor. Uh, the achievement for the moon's ancestor was called uh, cartography. I kept wanting to say choreography. And it was the four
1: diamonds? Yeah,
0: you needed... A, so the very last orb you get is the white one. And it gets the ability where it can shoot a laser and activate crystals. And so literally you get to this arena and these crystals appear. And you have to hit the crystals in a particular order to activate the Moon Knight or the Moon Ancestor. And I, I could not figure that one out. That one I literally just did by uh, trial and error. I literally was just like All right, I'll start with this crystal, this one, this one, and I literally just did almost every combination until it gave it to me. I was like, I am. I was like, I haven't looked anything up. I am not going to start now.
2: I feel like I, I can't remember that one, but I don't think I looked it up because I don't remember looking it
0: up it's it's pretty easy to remember if you don't like because it's the only every other moon ancestor for the most part there was a couple that had a puzzle associated with them a very easy puzzle but that one was the only one that really like needed a mechanic
1: online it said that there was a visual cue but also like a music cue like the music order But I wasn't sure.
0: See, I I listened. And like when you're hitting each of the diamonds, they sounded exactly the same. Because that was another one of my thoughts. I'm like, oh, maybe there's an audio cue. Yeah, or the uh, cartographer. And then I thought, you know, oh, the statues by them are kind of different heights a little bit. Maybe it's done by that. Nope, that's wrong. There's another little area that was like, maybe it's some sort of visual thing hidden here. But nope, couldn't figure it out. It's trial and error. Eventually got it free just took me a very long time but i mean that's one thing i've been loving i I love about the puzzles in cocoon is they're all very small as like liz was saying you know you're not doing these massive expansive like traveling different areas like oh that thing you saw in the very first room you know 20 minutes ago you got to remember that combination every puzzle was very condensed you know there's only a couple platforms you're doing, a couple switches here and there, and then you're on to the next area. I loved the size of the puzzles, so as like he said, you know some of them are kind of difficult, but it's great that you can kind of put this game down or just like think about it, just be a little observant, see how things are interacting. And it's like, oh, I get what's going on here because like that's what's that's you know there's no dialogue, but once you start figuring out what things are doing. As soon as you enter a room you're like oh that's a button that thing's gonna let me teleport you know that thing's gonna you know activate a bridge so i i thought the puzzles were just very well designed but nothing too frustrating yeah but the pacing of cocoon is fantastic you're looking for playtime four and a half to five hours very simple and as keith said too you can actually load the game it has an out of sight feature so does make the game great for cloud play uh, there was a couple times... Like, I never saw an indicator as to when the game was saving. So there was, like, one or two times where I'm like, oh, I think I'm far enough in the puzzle, or I'm at a next puzzle that it, maybe it saved. It didn't. But it was easy to just quickly recover my time because it does save quite frequently. But, um, yeah, the game... The load feature is essentially is keys to, like, a level select. So if you miss any of these collectibles, you literally can just go back to that area and just collect them real quick.
2: Yeah, and if you're going back to collect them, pretty much every like guide you'll find has it marked out like go to this percentage to start and then it's usually real close to whatever percentage they give you so it's easy to, to kind of clean things up at the end if you're like me and you get it all in the way because you know you were too dumb to to notice the the black goop that was there for you yeah.
0: <laughs> sorry keith <laughs> but um but speaking of the black goop though i gotta say the visuals of cocoon are awesome uh, the game has a lot of very geometric design of, like, how the environments look, how your character looks, and uh, the art style of Cocoon is absolutely delightful.
1: I love that word, delightful. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you say it quite a bit, and I, I really Do like I? it. I agree. I thought that the, the I guess I'll call it the main character, the protagonist, I thought he was so cute. Or she, I don't know what it was. Uh, but An
0: Insect humanoid? I
1: love that they made it look bigger than it was. Like, I think that they did, they had a lot of tricks up their sleeves when it came to the graphics. And so, I mean, obviously, it's such a big part of the game without the dialogue and the story. And, you know, that was like the big wow factor. Um, And so I really enjoyed the graphics.
2: Yeah, I couldn't quite tell if the environment was large or if my character was supposed to be bug sized. And so everything just yeah. kind of seemed big. It had, it had a weird way of, I don't know, kind of like you said, Liz. Like it felt big, but I don't know if it was. And that's, it was just a, it was a really cool overall design. Um, I know I was, I was playing it with, with uh, five year old watching, and she just, she thought every time I picked up the orb that I was putting on a different head for my character. <laughs> She's like, oh, Why you change the head again? <laughs> Wait, it's not. Oh, okay, I can see that now. Um, but yeah, I, I overall, I thought the, the environments were really cool. It's, it's a pretty simple kind of artsy art style, I guess. Uh, but yeah, I thought it was fun.
0: Do you know what visual I kept getting in my head? Now that you mentioned about, like, I couldn't figure out if your character was small or big. I kept getting the image of Men in Black 1. At the very end, you know, the whole movie is them trying to save this galaxy that's on the cat. And then at the very end of the movie, at like the post, like at the very end of the movie, you find out that the galaxy are actually just marbles and it's very large aliens that are playing with these marbles that are galaxies. Do you know what the guy was talking about? Did you guys I, see Men in Black?
1: I did so see long. Men in Black. I think it's been way too long. Like I remember like the, the guy that would the, like the alien went in the guy. Yep, and I remember. Yeah, I remember all of that, except I don't remember that ending.
0: Which yeah, I guess your character is kind of cockroach like. Yeah, is this is that's what I kept thinking. I was like, is this game Men in Black? Because you're playing like a cockroach character, and you're moving these universes that are just literally marbles.
1: It's too cute to be a cockroach.
0: I know he's more of like a cicada, but still, I think this game's just Men in Black. That's my theory. (laughs) (laughs) It could be. It's
2: not, but
0: sure. What do you mean it's not? This game's open for interpretation. You can't say I'm wrong, Keith. Aren't
1: you just glad he didn't Uh, say purgatory?
0: I mean, it is a little bit. I mean, (laughs) that actually was a theory I saw, is that this game was meant to be like the Greek story. Greek, I think? Greek or Roman, of Atlas, the guy who was punished to hold the whole world on his back.
1: Oh... See, this is what I don't like. if you're if you're gonna make a game that, you know, there isn't a lot of information, like I wish that the creators would have like their thought process and what like they thought when they were making it. I'm glad you're saying this
0: because this is this is literally my thought too. when I'm like playing this game and I'm like, what is like you're doing like you're flying through these weird things and you have you're on a weird platform. and it's like, what is going on? And so like, and that's the thing too. like usually, after these games come out, they always say like, "Oh, what? Like, what's the story of the game?" They're always like, "Oh, you know, it's up, it's up for interpretation." Like, Scorn did it. You know, when t- talks about Inside, that's what they said. Same with like uh, Limbo. So, like, they always say like, "Oh, it's up for interpretation." But, but clearly, want, they must have an idea. Yeah, we want
1: their interpretation. Yeah,
0: how do you go to your art director and be like, "Yeah, make like a platform that you know looks like a giant glob that has wings." Like you obviously have to have some sort of vision cuz like how do you how do you make art for th- something that's meant to be vague? Well,
1: cuz even if you have an abstract idea, as you're creating it, you must be thinking of a story yeah. or something in your head. And so yeah, I just I I almost feel like kind of cheated when you when you don't have that information. And I feel like they I understand like they don't want to like they want other people to get their own ideas yeah. first. But, you know, if someone wants to know,
0: if you're an artist, please explain this to me, because I've always wondered this. It's same with, like... I mean, that's generally the purpose, too, of, like, artists when they create an artwork of, like, oh, it's what, the, you know, the the person feels. But it's, like, clearly you must have had an idea. Like, I never... Giving a bunch of markers and being, like, I'm just going to draw squiggly lines and just hope someone feels something. Like, no, you obviously must have had an idea or a vision. So, like, how do you have a vision when you don't have a story or something? I don't know. It's something that's always... That's always just made me curious.
2: I mean, I feel like, I don't know, because I'm no artist, so I, I, I can't really, I can't speak much to it, but I think you give more of an overall feel of, like, everything is very kind of biomechanical, and so you could describe the look and feel of the world without really needing a story, because no elements in particular drive the story forward. Like everything I ran into, could have been completely bio, or it could have been completely mechanical. And at the end of it, I think I would have come away with probably the same estimated story of of what I came out with, just based on what they did. Um, but yeah, I, 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 I. I did like that. I thought that's just so kind of as another side note. I thought that everything was kind of cool with a little biomechanical look to it. Yeah. Was was it machine? Was it not? Who knows? We'll never know.
0: <laughs> but uh, I actually love this mechanic too. I think it's funny. Like when I first saw this game, it's like, oh, you know, only on the Xbox Series S and X. And it's like, okay, this is like an indie game. But it totally makes sense because there's no load screens. Well, there's there's I would get one maybe early on in the game when you first boot the game up. But yeah, you're literally jumping through these worlds in and out and there's no load screens. Everything is seamless. Like it's just really quick, like 10th of a second animation of you jumping in and out of these worlds. And I loved the graphical design too. At the end, you kind of start opening up these portals. But the art design of it is cool because it is another world. But, like, there's nothing behind it. It's, like, the other world. It's hard to describe. But I thought visually it was really, really cool-looking of having these worlds on top of worlds and being able to cut through them so seamlessly. But the thing I was, like, a little disappointed in, just because I wanted more of it, and that's the audio. The audio in this game is very good. But it just, unfortunately, only kicks in at certain moments, such as, like, boss fights or when kind of a cinematic of a boss waking up or, you know, these small story elements that are going on, like, music will really kick in. And the music is really good. But the majority of the time, it's just silent.
1: See, I didn't... I noticed the music one time when I was playing. And so, for me, like I said earlier, if you're not going to have all these different elements, like, make the music either epic or at least, like, set a mood.
0: I mean, it was epic. It just wasn't constant.
1: I... But it wasn't... I mean, I personally don't think it was very epic because I only remember noticing it one time and it wasn't a time that I was crazy impressed. Um, maybe if I went back and like try like purposefully listen to the music but I mean I think that when it comes to music and games the best ones are the ones that I'm instantly like oh my gosh this music is amazing and I keep listening for it because it's so awesome and for me that I just didn't it wasn't the vibe for me I guess. I
2: I did notice that it kicked in a lot, like if you were getting to the end of solving a puzzle or you were you were starting to put the pieces into place. So like, I liked that kind of cue to it that as I was hearing it, I knew okay, I'm I'm on the right track and I'm doing the right thing. It might not have been I don't want to say super consistent to the point where I was looking for it, but I always noticed it when it happened.
0: Yeah. And like that's kind of what I mean. I just I wish I just wish it played out a little bit more. I think I think the fact that it was so sparing is like I think why it more resonated with me when it was kicking in. I just wanted more of it. It was a tease. And then uh you can't really find it. It might be on Spotify, but it's really hard to look up because if you just type in cocoon on Spotify, there's a lot of songs named to cocoon and there's of course a movie called cocoon. So it might be on Spotify, but I couldn't find it. But, yeah, I like the soundtrack a lot. And even, like, the sound effects. Your character makes, like, some fluttering noises here and there, too, which I actually thought were really enjoyable. The little robot that you get also is really cute. Mm-hmm. It makes some cute noises when it unlocks doors. Yeah, I like the audio. I just wanted more of it. Yeah,
1: I love the audio.
0: Um, the achievements, though. Absolutely recommend this game for Achievement Hunters because it's an easy 1,000-gamer score. Like I said, not a very long play time. I was able to find everything without even looking up a guide. So yeah, definitely recommend this game for Achievement Hunters.
1: Yeah, there's 17 achievements. You guys both got 1,000. I got 950. I missed one.
0: (laughs) And you're like, I don't care to go back.
1: Well, the one that I was missing, you were helping me with. And I said, there's a moon ancestor nearby. And you're like, I know what I'm doing. And then you didn't get it. But you were helping me. So I didn't, you know.
0: Yeah, I got that one.
1: Like, no, you didn't. It was it was behind.
0: You always just want to blame me yeah. whenever something goes wrong in your game.
1: <laughs> you like, it was Andrew's fault. <laughs> what?
0: You're like, it was just Andrew's fault. It's not my fault.
1: Hey, you you beat the game for me. Like, I, I wouldn't have even gotten 950. I'm just teasing. <laughs> Sorry.
0: No, you're fine. Uh But yeah, I guess we can start getting to our final thoughts here because there really isn't too much to talk about with Cocoon. It's a short
1: game with no story, I mean.
0: I loved that we just picked, like, a simpler game this week because I really did not have much time to play a video game this week. So I actually ended up just beating this game, like, right at the finish line. And it's like, all right, good, ready to record. And my playtime, I think, was, like, three hours and nine minutes. Like, I actually beat this game pretty quickly. But um, yeah, so final thoughts for me... um, As I said, you know, I played Inside and I played Limbo, so I had pretty high expectations a little bit for Cocoon. I knew that the story wasn't going to be, like, very obvious, you know, with playing Inside and Limbo. You know, those stories weren't very obvious. I think just for me, I just, it didn't make me think or ponder too much as Inside and Limbo did. To me, the entire time I just felt like, what the heck is going on? It just, I never really had much thoughts. Like I said, the most thought I had was, oh, this might be Men in Black. But um, yeah, besides that, it was just like, hey, I don't know about the story. Even at the end of it, I was kind of disappointed that it didn't give me more when I got all the collectibles. But, you know, if you're not lo- looking for a story and you're just looking for a fun, easy puzzle game, this is 100% right up your alley. Uh, the puzzles aren't super hard, but there was only a couple that really kind of made me stop and think and kind of scratch my head. But besides that, the other ones were just, they were fun. They were just bite-sized puzzles. You know, you kind of you had a picture-perfect arena of like, oh, this is the area I'm trying to solve. I have all I need right here. How am I doing this? The jumping between the worlds is a very cool, fun mechanic, and the game does a really good job with it. The game does a good job mixing up the pace by having these environmental puzzles you got to solve and boss fights. Yeah, this game, you know, it's it's a very fun palate cleanser. Uh, but I'm I'm only gonna give it an 80 though because I wanted a bit more of the story. I wanted something that really kind of made me think at the end. And this one just kind of made me go meh. I like good.
2: I liked it top to bottom. Um, I I thought all of the puzzles. Not from the sides though. No, not the sides. Absolutely not. It's it's a weird thing to do, I guess, with a 2D type of <laughs> type of game. Can't do that. Um, but I, I, just I thought all of the puzzles were really fun. I thought they were just, just difficult enough that it kept me engaged. It kept me wanting to play them, and you know, again, it, it gets better. Um, the, 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 and, and puzzles are just a lot of fun. A few a bit tedious, but nothing, nothing so difficult that it's I don't know, gonna gonna put you off of it the more i the more i talk have talked about it i think i actually would call it a definite game not because it's the greatest one i've ever played but because it's less than five hours and it's it's just it's relaxing there's really no stress andrew mentioned it you don't die if the worst thing that happens is it you lose a boss fight and you lose two minutes and you go back and you do it again. But most of them aren't difficult enough that they take more than a couple of tries because it's just at worst figuring out what the little mechanic is that you need to beat the boss. So I think this is actually a definite game. Um, but as a score, I, I, I still would lean probably towards an eighty-three it's just it's not the great greatest game I've ever played. It's just it's definitely just worth playing if if you need something to break up your gameplay you need a little bit of stress-free gaming. Definitely do it.
1: I was torn between a seventy-five and a seventy-seven. So Whoa. I guess I'm gonna do seventy-six. Why is that really low? I
2: don't know. ruthless. We're, we're gonna get well, okay. letters from from Jeopardy himself.
1: So the Jeffrey. reason why this is low, I actually, I did, I. Did like the game? I liked the mechanics, I liked the graphics, but for me, I really wanted more story, character development, or I wanted something to happen like with your character. I the music kind of let me down a little bit.
0: Um, I mean, not to spoil it, something does happen to your character at the end.
1: Okay, it do- it does, but like, I don't know, it just. I'm a big story person, and for me, I just felt like there wasn't enough substance. <laughs> so it's like for me, it's like make it like a straight puzzle game. That's what for... I think it's kind of funny. The
0: person, our least favorite story person, Keith, is the one who gave this game the highest rating because he's like, "Yeah, it has no story. It's great."
1: <laughs> well, because they kind of they make you think that there's a story, but then they don't let you know. Yeah. And so for me, it's like open up then... for interpretation. I know I don't like that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't have imagination.
1: Wow. Um, but yeah, so for me, I just felt like it was missing a couple of like key features. And I also think it needed something special with the music. I, I don't know. But looking at Metacritic, 89 and uh, for Series X, uh, 9 for user score. Um, Xbox One, 7.4. Uh, our fourth and silent co-host is back. Zero. Yeah. Well...
2: No,
0: there's no French no. translation. <laughs> there's
2: no French translation needed because there's no word, so he's got to give it at least a point. So I go with one,
1: it's zero. God. Yeah. <laughs> um, there were in his review, uh, two turds, two craps, the smell of rotten fish, <laughs> and an S H I T. Um, he Maybe paraphrasing he said that it's supposed to be fresh because the hipsters have decided so and it's full what? of pretension um he really the, he went after this one i thought he his language was getting like better and then he just reverted back to <laughs> indie um and then looking at like the other um user reviews the, the, there were a couple people that thought the bosses were too hard Or um, one of them said that it was frustrating to have to start over. But, yeah, there were a couple of people that thought that the bosses were too hard.
0: I understand the frustration to start over. Because that was the thing I said of, like, you know, you're not dying. Like, you essentially can't lose. It's just... Like, just let me...
1: I thought the first boss, it didn't erase all your progress. No, it did. It did?
0: Yeah. Like, it would have been nice if, like, you failed, like, three or four times. It was just like, yeah, do you just want to progress? And just be like, yeah. Like, an accessibility option. But I don't care. I I I don't... Just like I don't reduce points or anything for the game. Yeah, it's just kind of a thought I had. All right, but that's our review of cocoon. But now I want I want get I want to get into a discussion here.
1: Oh is it about um
0: about last week or the last time Liz was with us. So for a Spotify poll I put on uh, for Sea of stars episode, do girls' knees look like poops? We've had fourteen votes. Eight people said yes six people said no so apparently more people say like see girl's knees as boobs than they doubt. i so can i also just totally? say i
1: did not vote i did not i, vote. I, I didn't vote I either did vote
2: i did throw yes because i texted you that night andrew because i went and i was playing more and on the podcast i had said no that i did not and then i started playing and I went, oh i totally see it now and yeah then, and then i didn't unsee it so i don't i still don't i don't know if I don't know if I would have seen it if Liz didn't say it or Andrew. Yeah, if Liz didn't say it or whoever whoever said it on behalf of Liz. If you said it on behalf of yourself, I don't remember. But, yeah, I I um, I see it now. And now
1: I, I kind of feel it. bad I'm putting boob images in people's heads. So they're like, well, now I can't see it. Yes, people are it. complaining
0: about that. We're getting angry letters that people are like, oh, I'm seeing boobs.
1: <laughs> but I, I, I mean – yeah that's i was actually really surprised i thought i was just like a pervert
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay well keith actually is here to actually back up that statement i guess i gotta look back i gotta at least look at the clip that you saved you saved because uh, uh I not i don't want to never mind i'm not I'm gonna finish that thought i don't want <laughs> to spoil things but um but yeah so yeah. I'm glad at least Keith that you you were able to confirm that you actually did because I because like when I was seeing this it literally was like fifty fifty of like some people being like oh yeah I see it then like one day we'd like five people say yes and it's like what happened like it's, did I it's, just miss
2: something got, it's you gotta wait for is the it the movement most, it's it's the jiggle jiggle I it <laughs> it, it, does, it just it, it it gives it the effect that you need um so yeah. This you didn't mention. it. Cocoon was kind of a listener request. Uh, was, it, was it Kelly in in the in our Discord had mentioned that? They, oh, yes. That he finished it said it wouldn't be. Wasn't sure if it would be a good foot for Liz, but really impressive puzzle design. Less than five hours made me feel like a genius over and over. That was that was his comment. So,
0: his quick review.
1: Yeah. I oh. love when people leave their reviews. I love knowing what our listeners think about the games that we play so yeah. That's yeah, So, I don't,
0: so
2: we'll, we'll, maybe we'll call it an unintentional recommendation I don't know if it was intended to be um, but if it was we'll give them credit and otherwise yeah again more reason to be in our discord just it's we're trying so I'm
0: yep. uh, coming we are going to be doing the list of requests for Stellaris you know because we had a uh, podcast where we did have a uh, new review on our Apple tune, Apple iTunes and I had a hard time saying that that we uh, should play Stellaris. Keith is really kind of like about it, but man, I love Stellaris. It's gotta be fine. Look at that!
1: He, I don't know if you can see it because the microphone's covering it, Keith. But he just has this crazy smile <laughs> <laughs> when he's talking. <laughs> I
0: actually started playing it again because uh, I finished Cocoon, and then I was like, well, "I got some time." It's like let me boot up Stellaris, and I was like, "Ah, this is great." <laughs> but uh, I don't think we're doing that next week, though. But we are going to be doing an upcoming. Uh, we did also did get a request to do Star Wars Battlefront, but if you have any game suggestions, please go to GamePassGrabag.com. You'll find the links to all of our things, including the link to our Discord. If you want to join us, you can watch us live record on Tuesdays around eight thirty EST. Sometimes we're a little bit later, but it's around eight thirty. Um, but you also find our email, our Facebook, everything. You know, please give us game suggestions. We love having game suggestions. You know, and as Liz said, if you also have played the game and want to give a little review, we'll read it on the podcast. Uh, but I've been your hardcore gamer, Sandra. You can find me Xbox Live at Firebird zero nine five two.
2: I've been Keith. Um, I don't know. Like I said, I think it was an unintentional recommendation. I think I think read Kelly a bunch, so that's we're gonna skip that part this week. Um, not looking forward to Stellaris. I don't really know why. I'm just not. So I'm just putting that out there.
0: And I feel like... And that's multiplayer, Keith. I will play with you and guide I, you. I,
2: I honestly don't know why I don't want to play it. I just... Not, I'm, I'm not looking forward to it.
1: It's civilization in space. Spaced out. Oh, it sound Just hearing that phrase, it sounds hard, and I will I will, I will, will take your help <laughs> for the multiplayer as well.
0: <laughs> but uh, that actually is the reason why we're kind of delaying that. Liz made the point of, like, we've done a lot of space games recently, and it's like, uh, yeah, we kind of have... So that's why we did Cocoon because we're like, well, technically, this is kind of a space game too.
1: We really have this year,
0: though. I know we love space. Well, that's why we're probably going to do a spooky game soon. But I'm very,
1: I'm very excited.
0: I are you really? We really that is we really have not done a lot of spooky games.
1: I know. Usually, the games that scare me are the ones that are not supposed to be um, scary. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's the best part about them. <laughs> yep. What's your outro, Liz?
1: Oh, I'm Liz Noob Gamer <laughs> Tag. Come on, I'm Dean. I'm on Twitter and Instagram. At Liz Noob Noob is E-W.
0: All right, everyone. We love you all. We'll see you again next week.
1: Bye, guys. I forgot we were doing outros. <laughs>